Bridge is an acronym for books recycled to instruct, disciple, guide, and educate. We firmly believe that reading is critical for Christians to grow in their faith, and so we strive to make Bibles and gospel-based Christian books available at very affordable prices. Our purpose is to share the glorious good news of Jesus Christ through written and spoken word. We do this by providing resources and educational opportunities for people to grow in their knowledge of biblical truth so that they are equipped to share that truth with others. You can visit our website at bridgebookstexas.org where you can find our Reformed podcast, Bridge Radio, where we bring on Christian authors, apologists, and scholars such as Dr. James White, Dr. John Frame, Joe Beakey, Jeff Durbin, John Sampson, and Tim Trumpert. You can find Bridge Radio on iTunes, Android, Windows, and Google Play or stream via our website. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. For there are many who are insubordinate, empty talkers and deceivers. Titus 1, 9 through 11. I'm your host, Julio Mott Rodriguez. You call me July as well. And uh, you, we are back with another episode of Bridge Radio, and I'm hyped across from me. I got my co-host as always, the uh, theologian himself. A.W. Varilla, back from the valley. Back from the valley. A.K.A. Mr. A. Varilla. Mm. All right, guys. So we got a good one for you. Today we're going to be answering um, a question. Some people might say, well, that's a no-brainer. But mm. for others, it, it kind of isn't. And especially with, with the clip that we're going to be showing you, yeah. uh, it's apparent that you know some people just don't believe or have a, a solid biblical answer to this question. And, yeah. it, and it is the question of, is sin offended by God? Yeah. Seems simple, right? At least to me, but to others. And and we just want to make it a, a, a teaching moment in this podcast, uh, a moment for us to listen to what a professing Christian has to say on uh, his theology about sin, um, his um, what he thinks God looks at it as, yeah. and uh, and critique it. And yeah. and we hope that it's it's uh, it's edifying. It, it grow you. It, it help you think most f- first and foremost. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just going to be a good one. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but how's it going, Abe? How's it going, it's man? Going good. Uh, I'm back. And uh, again, cool. just enjoy your uh, Bridge Ice Coffee with. We're being a... powered by Bridge Coffee. Man. Oh yeah, we're we're powering through with some uh, strong ice coffee. Strong coffee. It here. kicks, I mean, man. It, it does kick. It, so, it kicks. Um, just enjoying this and excited uh, to be back here. I'm, I I missed last week's pe- podcast. I know with I, Joel Beaky. Yeah, it was. Uh, I uh, heard you guys had a great time. It, it was, was good, very man. Edifying. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah, and and that's another thing for you guys. If this is y'all's first podcast, we have two series that we've done for the beginning of the year. We've done uh, the five solas. So that was in January. Uh, if you don't know what that is, go ahead and check those out. And last week was the end of our series on the doctrines of grace. Uh, we did a whole six-part series on Calvinism, or what you would call tulip. And uh, please, please, please go check that out. If you're a new listener, hey, welcome. Please like, subscribe, share with your mama, your daddy, your mothers, 
and all, all your brothers and sisters and all your friends, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we have a whole, we're, we're on podcast, this is podcast number 32. So yeah, we got 31 podcasts for you to go look back at everything. We've had Christian apologists, authors, scholars, and so on, a whole variety of talk, topics. It, yeah, so. we, what, what a great lineup, that series. That I know. Is, I mean, we're, we're really blessed, and again, uh, we want to give thanks to all the guests who come who came on here and just was teaching us of yeah truth yeah that was really awesome yeah i you know i was telling steve i remember when i was getting ready for the doctrines of grace and i told steve i was like hey i want to do a series i want or i really 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 want to do a series and and then and i was just in my room literally and i go you know what if i was to do a series on the doctrines of grace this is who i'd want and it put john frame dr james white Jeff Durbin, John Sampson, Joel Beakey, and I, I, I could be completely honest. I looked at the, I looked at it, and I went, ah, I don't know, yeah. I don't know, but I'm gonna reach out to these guys, and uh, um, they were so, so willing, and that's the one thing about these guys, man. They're just, they're sold out for the Lord, yeah. for the, for the work of the Lord, for ministry, and they're just so eager and willing to come on, you know, and, and, and I appreciate it so much, and uh, we've gotten some really, really good responses uh, from. From a lot of people, so. yeah, and we're 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 hoping as uh, our uh, um, as this uh, ministry grows, we continue to have some uh, awesome guests on here. Um, again, we we do these things so that you may be taught the truth of the Word of God, yeah, and and proclaiming the gospel throughout the world. Right. Um, it was really encouraging, Julio, for you sharing uh, that uh, email from your. Oh uh, yeah. Who was that guy from Ireland? Was yeah. It let me let me find let me find that. Yeah, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, man, he's probably listening to this podcast right now. What's up, Lawrence? What's going we're, uh, on, Lawrence? We're hearing you from the great state of Texas, and we we're really encouraged by your uh, by your comment, brother. I have it right here. So it's Edgar Lawrence. He says, "Hi, guys and girls. I think that's a that must be like an Irish greeting." I've been to Ireland, like? so Is it uh, I, I had a great time in Ireland. Yeah, okay. it was awesome. Food was great. People were great. So if you've never been, good people. you need to go. Great people, yes. Good, good. Anyway, he said, I recently came across your podcast just this week, and I have to say what a tremendous blessing it has been to me. I have been listening to the series on the doctrines of grace and have been wonderfully blessed and strengthened strengthened by the guests and their teaching. I am now listening to the series on the five solas. I love the fact that you guys also recommend books on the topics being discussed for further study and have even purchased a few. I thank God in his providence. He led me to find the bridge podcast and look forward to listening to future and past episodes. Be blessed and encouraged in the Lord for your work and ministry. Yours in his service. Lawrence Edgar in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Lawrence, shout out to you. Thank you very much yeah. for those encouraging words. Uh, everybody, when we hear these things, they it's encouraging. This very encouraging to us, and 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 again, we're here for you guys to proclaim the gospel. I, I want to yeah. repeat that, you know. And thank you, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also have another comment I just saw right here. Uh, recently found your podcast and love it. I'm really looking forward to you having John Sampson back to go over the 12 verses from his book. That's the 12 whatabouts. That's actually next week, Matt. So yeah. if you're listening, uh, we that's just a heads up for the next week's episode. And he just says, uh, thanks for all you are doing. Yeah, I'm excited about so, that. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, it truly is. You know, we, we 
I remember coming in again with Steve, and I was like, hey, let's just do a podcast. Like, I would like to start. I've always loved radio. Always loved radio. I've listened to it when I was a kid. Sports, broadcasting, uh, movie reviews. I just like listening to radio in general. Um, and I just told Steve when one day I came in, I was like, hey, I think we should fire up a podcast. And I honestly didn't didn't ever think that it would be where it is today. I mean, we've had, we could look at our, our statistics and we have viewers from all across the world. Yeah. I mean, and it's, uh, it's humbling and, uh, and we're continuing here. So, and, and this can only happen because of you guys and how you guys support this ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, I just want to thank everybody out there, our listeners who support bridge ministry so that we can make these yeah. things happen because we can't do it without you. Yeah. We are together in this and thank you very much. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, we're going to get into the topic again today. Um, so, about a couple, well, actually, it was, it was around last year. I was on Instagram and I follow a Christian. I really won't mention his name because it's, it's, it's irrelevant because we're not, we're not really dealing, his name's not important and who he is isn't really important. Um, but it's more about what he says and, and, and there was really concerning. Uh, he is an individual who is in a uh, leadership role in a particular church that is very well known. He's a worship leader and, and I followed him on, on Instagram and, and uh, he did this, well, what he calls a, a soapbox or, quote, preaching. And he did mm. a series of Instagram snaps that are about, I think it's like 10, 10 minutes, I mean, 10 minutes, 10 seconds long. And, mm-hmm. and he's just kind of, the, the man's given his theology. He's given his theology. He's giving what he thinks. And um, I thought it was very alarming. Very, very, very alarming. Um, it's very synergistic. It is a very man-centered view of sin. Mm. And um, I think it's just very important, um, listeners, that especially as professing Christians, that we really are the Bereans and Acts. Mm. Um, that whenever we have a, you know, just just because a man has title as pastor, or if someone is a quote unquote professing Christian um, and he's teaching, doesn't necessarily automatically mean that it's biblical. So um, just to be aware of that and have this to be a very a teaching moment, because there is a lot, a lot, a lot of false teaching. A lot of false doctrine, um, a lot of things that look like Christianity, but it's it's not. Yeah, it's not, it, and it's far from it. And it's very deceiving, right? Because we we see the mixture of truth and error, mm-hmm. and like you said, we have to be Bereans to uh, discern those things. Yeah. Okay. And. It's important. And, and it's super important. Absolutely. It's extremely important. And so, before we jump into that audio. This is a very this this is a very clear example, guys, of, of what we're talking about of, of something that looks like Christianity that's not it's false uh, it's idolatry and um, I was going to sleep last night I was on Facebook as everyone usually does right when they come yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> and anyway and and I'm just so shocked at some of the things I get I haven't showed Abe this so this is going to be a genuine reaction from Abe oh okay okay all right so um, and this is again this is not. This is just a part. This is just a, an example before we get into to, to that audio that I was talking about here. Okay, but here okay. it is. Here, here it is, Abe. For our listeners, you, you, you'll you be able to hear the audio. All so, right. Um, here we go. I'm at Grace Cathedral in San Francisco, California. You can tell me when to stop. Hundreds okay. of folks are going to come here to witness the Beyonce Mass, bringing together secular music and a religious message mm. to tell huh. a story of empowerment for particularly women of color, but for anyone who happens to sing praises to the goddess herself, Beyonce. Goddess herself. <laughs> look at it. Look at this. Here we go. 
Wow, that's going inside a church. We're seeing it's a Beyonce mass. A Beyonce mass in yeah. a cathedral. Wow. Yo, I'm out of breath because we sing Beyonce in church. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Uh, Keep going. A community that is youthful and loving and looks to the world as a partner, not an enemy. So if that's new to you, I hope it's good news. God actually loves you. What can you tell me about the progressive nature of Grace Cathedral? I think a lot of the people who show up tonight are people of color, LGBT people, people on whom other people's narratives this is crazy, have been right? projected. This is and, and just to be honest, the church hasn't been the best about lifting up those voices. It really began as us saying, how can we actually be the people of God that we hope to be in the world? And Beyonce is the perfect passage to get that message out there. Honestly, I think Beyonce is a better theologian than many of the pastors and priests in our church today. What? That is not an exaggeration. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Did I just hear that, right? Wait, wait. I think, I think, I think you hear R.C. Sproul, what do you say? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> This is just an example that I wanted to give. And this was, mm -hmm. this is, was, I wasn't even planning on bringing this up until today. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and show this to Abe, get a, get a genuine reaction. Cause I mean, that's just, oh man. I don't want to go on a tangent because I want to focus on what we're going to be discussing yeah. today. But um, that's just something to check out, guys. That was on Vice. You can go check that out. And uh, anyway, so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah, going back to the audio that, that we're going to be playing today. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is just play it all the way through, make some general comments, and then just go piece by piece and just kind of just talk about what, you know, yeah, absolutely. what we're going to do today. So And and, and I want to make sure everybody is uh, paying close attention attention of what he's saying here. Uh, it's not very long, so just bear with us. But gives you an opportunity to just kind of hear through and just discern what this person is saying for yourself. Mm -hmm. And... and, and and just find those things that you you would think that are incorrect, okay? Yeah. Um, and yeah. and compare and we're 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 comparing everything with scripture, right? Yeah. Our, the word of God, the scriptures are sole authority. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So here we go, guys. I'm gonna soapbox for a second and maybe kind of preach, just because it's something I'm thinking about. If if that's all right, and if it's not, just swipe to the left. But I actually want to talk about sin because I've been thinking a lot about it recently. Normally what we think of it when we think of sin is those people on the sidewalks with the sign saying God hates your sin. And obviously God's not a fan of sin, but it's not about controlling behavior. See, this is, this is what I actually wanted to get at. God is not a control freak. He's not sitting up in heaven trying to control everything we do so we don't do something that offends him. It's not that. The reason that God doesn't like sin, it's not because it offends him. It's because of what sin does to us. Every sin is something that is a substitute. It's something that is designed to draw us away from what we're called to, to draw us away from a real relationship with the Lord and relationships with each other. But when the Lord talks about not sinning, it's not because he doesn't want to be offended. It's not because it's we're all of a sudden unacceptable. Jesus has made us acceptable. It's because he wants us to experience life the way we're supposed to. You have to realize that whatever you're facing, whatever that you're struggling with, that that thing is designed to keep you from getting where you're supposed to go. It's supposed to interrupt your relationship with the Lord and interrupt your life. The problem is, is that so much of 
of the world today, all they hear about is sin, sin, sin. You're going, you're going to hell, you sinner. And we focus so much on sin like it's supposed to guilt someone into correct behavior. And most of society has written Christianity off because all they're trying to do is control other people's behavior, guilt them into something that they're not convicted about. But when people experience the goodness of God, that is what actually changes them. And once they are changed by God's goodness, their behavior will change. It doesn't work the other way around. You can't control a behavior and create a lasting change. If the church can change their message from God hates your sin to God is good, come experience life the way that you are actually supposed to, that's when we'll actually start seeing society change. <laughs> right, so that's the, that's the end of my soapbox. Thank you for humoring me. And... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go and sin no more, right? He just he just said don't care about sin and then he yeah. says go sin no more. He, <laughs> I mean, he's saying the church needs to change the okay. message. Yeah. No, we don't. The gospel does not change. Yeah. Okay, so so some just general comments before we go piece by piece. We can't get through everything. We don't, we don't want to make we could just we could really just really dive into this and get into it. But yeah. some overall general statements just com- coming out of coming off of that audio. Um one like I said at the beginning just because someone is a professing Christian or holds a title of worship leader or pastor, uh, just because they, uh, as he said, quote unquote, preach, right, doesn't yeah. mean that everything he is saying is, is true, it's according to the scriptures. And I think one way to really discern that is to always be sure that the person is citing scripture. Yeah. I mean, that's like one way. It's, it's like building an argument. It's like writing a research paper. In college, um, if if I'm writing a, a science journal, I'm just not going to be writing and writing and writing without citing any sort of research, um, any facts, data, what other people have have come to conclusions of. Uh, because at the end of it, if you don't do that, it's all mere opinion. It looks like all mere just you know, what you quote unquote think, and, and and even that's what he says. You know, this is just what what I think. Yeah. Um. And 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 uh, as Christians, we should be concerned uh, first and foremost with truth, and in biblical truth. Yeah. You know. And so and and I get it. You know, a lot of people are going to say, "Hey, well, you know, you don't you don't have to always cite scripture in order to be biblical." True. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um. But that's why it's important to know your Bible that's as well. That's true. So um. How, how are you going to know if somebody's saying something in error? Yeah. So. Yeah, it has to always be in line with the scriptures. That was the first thing that I, I came off. It was like this guy just kind of went through what he was saying and didn't even didn't even cite any any scripture to build his argument. So. And and we're using him as an example. Yes. We're, I just want to make sure that everybody knows out there we're not trying to attack this individual. You don't know who he is. And if you do, what we're just saying is, is that... What is being said in our society, in the world today, mm-hmm. and, 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 and you can hear it in there, is that we need to change the message that God is what? Just love, understanding. Yeah. And I mean, and God is a God of justice. Yeah. You can't have a half God. You can't have a half Jesus, right? Weren't we talking about the other day that Jesus preached more about hell he did and he and, did and a lot of people forget that you yeah. know so and and we and and we are to preach about his love and his mm-hmm. goodness and his grace and his mercy and what he did on the on the cross for us right yeah 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 but let's not forget about the other side of god mm-hmm. 
and what sin does to us, mm-hmm. right? It's the sin separates us from God. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the that's the big chasm. That's why Christ came and died on a cross was be, was because of of sin itself yeah. in in our in our corruption. Um, another thing, another thing that I wanted to say um, was, you know, I, I started off reading Titus one verses nine through eleven. And Christians, yes, we are called respectfully um, um, to to call out false doctrine. I read uh, Titus 1, 9 through 11. He must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction and sound doctrine and also rebuke those who contradict it. Yeah. For there are many who are insubordinate, empty talkers and deceivers. And again, like Abe said, I, you know, this, this guy, I, I don't doubt he's a Christian. He just has off theology. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, with people like this, it'd be good to kind of challenge you know yeah. there's nothing wrong with challenging yeah. uh, we're not being pharisaical uh, we're not being quote-unquote pharisees as some might be listening to this podcast and saying oh these guys are just strict dogmatic no i no. i i i am very concerned with christianity the state that it's in right now and um i think we should be as biblically accurate as possible so and, and, and we would be doing a disservice to you guys if we were not preaching the whole truth yeah you know and 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 again isaiah 59 too but you're Two says that, but your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, uh-huh. and your sins have hidden His face from you, so yeah. that He does not hear. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. So let's 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 start off a little bit piece by piece. Let's see how far we get through this. But right. anyway, let's go. So, guys, I'm gonna soapbox for a second and maybe kind of preach. <laughs> I don't know what soapbox is because it's something I'm thinking But he is about. preaching. Yeah, he's, right. he gets, he's getting on his box to preach or something to that the they used to okay. do back in the day. I about sin because I've been thinking a lot about it recently. Uh, what, what we think of it, when we think of sin is those people on the sidewalks with the sign saying God hates your sin and true. obviously God's not a fan of sin but it's no, not about controlling behavior. See, this is... Okay, so even at that, when he says, okay, usually when you think of sin but you, know, you usually think of somebody... Uh, on the street preaching, you know, God hates your sin. I'm sorry, but whenever you you think of just sin and that's the first thing you think of, I don't think you've properly, really internally, just really dealt with with the wretchedness of yourself, and you don't have a proper understanding of sin if that's the first thing that comes to mind is is a preacher standing on out on the street. Um, and if that's your definition of sin, uh, I you know we. We well, gotta, he, we gotta have a sit down. <laughs> well, he kind of like makes it a lot nicer when he says that God is not a fan I of sin. Yeah, <laughs> God hate sin, guys. Yes. Yeah, and and so this 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 would be a a good moment to to get into what actually is sin. And and I th- I like the way the Westminster uh, Confession of Faith defines it. it. Says what is sin? Sin is any want or conformity unto or transgression of the law of God. And you have 1 John 3, 4, which says, Everyone who practices sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. And then you have in the NIV, everyone who sins breaks the law. In Mm. fact, sin is lawlessness. And then you have Romans 3, 23, For all have sinned and come short. Of the glory, glory of, God. of God, yes, yep. and so, you know, we're we're all transgressors. You know, the, even the word transgression comes from the uh, a Latin word, which is transgresse thor. I guess that's that's what it is, but it means um, to go beyond one's bounds. And the Webster, the uh, Merriam-Webster, actually defines it quite well. But it's a infringement or violation of a law, command, or duty. Again, 
scripture is clear that we have all sinned. So we have all we are all transgressors. And, and then even for those, I don't know if there's any Christians who who say, hey, well, I I I know there's one individual. He has a radio broadcast. Um, I forgot his name, but anyway, he he he's a professing Christian. And he says, mm. no, I don't sin anymore. <laughs> He, no, I'm not even joking. He, he, Hypocrite. He, yeah. No. Anyway, and then, and so for those Christians who are listening, who say, you know, uh, for those who agree, yes, we all have sin, and then for those who say, you know, I'm a Christian and now I don't sin anymore. Well, uh, this is what First John one eight and ten has to say. It says, uh, if we say that we are without sin, uh, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And also, it says we make him, uh, which is God, a liar, and his word is not in us. Yeah. So that's that that verse is for those who say that we sin no more, yeah. rather if you're an unbeliever or a Christian. So that's just to address that and, about and, sin. And, and Julio, Julio and I are not the exception either because yeah. we are sinners. I'm a sinner. Julio's yeah. a sinner. Yeah. And and it rears his head. And thank God that we have Christ who died for us on the cross mm-hmm. and that we can come to the throne of grace. Yeah. And so, therefore, sin—you know—by definition, we use that word transgression. It's—it's to—it's um, to violate a particular law. It's to go out of the bounds, to infringe on our particular boundary, on on the law of God in particular. So, you know, we're not just violating a simple little dress code that, yeah. that our employees gave us. You know, we're we're not going beyond the speed limit that the government uh, has instituted on on a nation on certain highways or roads. But we have transgressed against. God Himself, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the Triune God, and I like the way Matthew Henry puts it. He says, "The law of God is not the law of an inferior prince, but of Jehovah, who gives law as well to angels as men. It is a law that is just and holy and good." And you could read some of that on on Romans seven uh, and twelve, and then you have R.C. Sproul. He he famously says, "Sin is cosmic treason." Sin is treason against the perfectly pure sovereign. And so we have, and, and so that's what what he, what he, this individual is getting at here. He has a very man-centered view of sin. And I think that's the, that's the main issue, I would say, with Christianity today, is mm. it's this very horizontal, person-to-person view of sin. And so it's, it's, it's how it affects me. And so we really don't see it as we, we, we see our sin as affecting somebody else and not God yeah. and, and it having effect on me. And yes, that is true. I will completely, you know, admit that, that, that there is a truth to that, but that's not the whole truth. And I think what we should do is have a vertical view of sin because all sin is a violation against God and, and against his holy sovereign law. Um, and, and we get that in the Ten Commandments. If you look at the Ten Commandments, I am the Lord. The first one is, I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods before me. Mm-hmm. Two is, you shall not take the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, remember the Sabbath uh, Sabbath day to keep it holy. And so a lot of people will see uh, the Ten Commandments, uh, one, two, and three, as being like, hey, well, if I break those, I'm I, it's against God. And the rest of them, uh, it's kind of just... That's in more concern with, uh, like, my neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sinning against them. So you mm-hmm. have honor your father and mother. So if I don't honor my father and mother, um, you know, I, I'm sinning against them. Mm-hmm. And then you have, mm-hmm. you shall not kill. You have, you shall not commit adultery. Mm-hmm. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Mm-hmm. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, and so on and so on and so on. And I, I remember um, growing growing up in church, and I remember saying, you know, uh, these Ten Commandments, uh, thou shall not kill, um, doesn't... Um, God doesn't want you to kill because um, you, you you might go to jail. 
You know, don't commit adultery. I, I heard this one one time. Don't commit adultery because, you know, if, if you commit adultery, and especially if this woman's married, this this man might come and, you know, the husband might come and hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're breaking. And, and some, some of this stuff, again, yes, it is true. You're going to be breaking up a family. Mm-hmm. There are consequences and repercussions. Mm-hmm. But not a lot of people see that any sin is a direct violation against God. Um, and, and I have some scripture here. So, for example, Joseph, Potiphar's, uh, Potiphar's house, Potiphar's mm. wife. Yeah. Okay. So, whenever he's being tempted by Potiphar's wife, he says this, How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Yeah. And, and, and he said that before the law was given. Yeah. That's something to keep in mind. It, the law, he didn't know that thou shalt not commit adultery, guys. The law yeah. had not give, has been given yet. But he knew... Why? Because we see in Romans that God placed those things in our hearts, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, how can I do this against God? Because yeah. he knew that adultery was wrong. Potiphar's wife belonged to Potiphar. Yeah. And and, and Joseph knew God. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no way. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Joseph must have been a really good looking dude. Let's <laughs> just say, you know, I mean, right. I mean uh, and, and again, we it's a reminder out there that women lust too yeah you know i mean she i mean can you imagine like she was just feeling rejected 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 Mm -hmm. and this hebrew slave keeps rejecting in in her home in her whole house Mm -hmm. in her own house and it's like no i'm sorry yeah (laughs) you can't have me because i will be doing i will be sinning against Mm -hmm. a holy god yeah his his words yahweh or how then can I do this great wickedness and that. sin against God? He, he he like so according to Joseph, his first response was not that he would be betraying his master by sleeping with his wife and you know betraying him, but his first thought was like, no, I'm not going to do this because I will be sinning against God. And 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 here here's a question: Would Joseph been guilty if he did do it? He didn't know the law. Right. Mm-hmm. How well, can, the law is written upon our hearts. Exactly. Yeah. He has That's no, what Romans, Romans he has, says. He had, he had no excuse. So an excuse like, well, I didn't know that adultery was, was wrong. wrong. Yeah. Who told me that this is wrong? Yeah. Well, you know, Romans very clear. Yeah. And it, he knew it. And it's a, it's, I think it's a perfect example that you just brought that up. Yeah. Oh, clearly. Yeah. And so, and this, this is, again, this kind of drawing back uh, to that man-centered view of God, you know, <laughs> again, man, like Joseph didn't say, hey, hey, I'm, I'm committing adultery with, um, with, uh, I'm committing adultery and I'm going to be sinning against um, uh, Potiphar. Potiphar. Yeah. No, 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 no. He automatically, first thing, it was a, it was a, it was a uh, God-centered view of sin saying, mm-hmm. no, if I do this, I'm going to be sinning against my God. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's Joseph right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is, this is the view that we must take because yes, God is offended at sin. And this individual who's who's in, in this audio clip, he's saying that God isn't offended about sin, that he's more concerned about what it does to us. And and so so I have more. I'm not done yet. So even King David's adultery and murder of Uriah. Okay. What does King David say in, in Psalms 51.4? This is what he says. Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. And again, uh, both Joseph and David, did not have a man-centered view of sin, but a God-centered one, putting the focus of their offense and transgressions on God and him alone. It's, it's very evident there. And then even Nathan, 
whenever he confronts David for his, for his adultery and his murder, um, the main message from God is this, and this is in 2 Samuel 12, 9, why have you despised the word of the Lord to do what is evil in his sight? Yeah. And then you have um, uh, 2 Samuel 12, 14, now therefore the word shall never depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah, the Hittite, to be your wife. Mm. And again, he says this, Nevertheless, you by this deed, you have utterly scorned the Lord. Mm. Wow. The child who is born to you shall die. Yeah. And what's, what's David's response after this? This is Second Samuel 12, uh, 13. This is his response to this. I have sinned against the Lord. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's very clear, ladies and gentlemen, for our listeners, that... All of our sin, <laughs> all of the sin that we do, we, we could look at it as at, at horizontally, yeah. person to person. Yes, that is true. That is true. Uh, but ultimately, our concern should be that all of our sin is, is, is a transgression. It is a violation of God's law. Yeah. And, 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 and another reason why God hates sin is that it blinds us from the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's what's going on with David. Yeah. He was blind to the truth, to the word of God, because he was in his sin, right? In Matthew 15, 4, it says, um, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees here. And what does he say to, what does he say to his disciples? Let, let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. Yeah. And if a blind man guides a blind man, who will fall into the pit? Mm-hmm. Again. And then in 1 John 2, 11, it says, But the one who hates his brother in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he's going because of the darkness that's blinded his eyes. Yeah. Sin blinds us to the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it does. Okay. And, 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 and there's always hope, right? There's always hope when we do sin, we, we see it with David, right? Mm-hmm. He, he knew the God who created us that when he did fall in sin, there was restoration for him. Yeah. But the consequences were there. Mm-hmm. He lost a child, right? We see that one of his uh, uh, sons rapes his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his sons is trying to take the kingdom. I mean, the yeah. things that are going on, the dissension mm-hmm. in his family yeah. because of sin. Yeah. Yet we see that the Bible says that um, David was a man after God's after own heart. God's his own own heart. heart yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah, no, it is. It is amazing. Um, another example is, um, you know, th- th- this verse always stuck out to me. And it was, it was very, um, very shaking. But it says, for rebellion, rebellion is as sin of divination and insubordination is as iniquity and idolatry. Wow. Because you have rejected, you have rejected the word of the Lord. He has also rejected you from being king. And so that's kind of just how the way God looks at sin. Yeah. So when we rebel... Against him, it's as the sin of divination. And when we are insubordinate, it is, it is equal to the iniquity of idolatry. I mean, this particular individual who's, who's saying that, uh, uh, what does he say? Um, oh, God, God's not a fan of sin. Yeah, he's not a fan. I mean, guys, from the scriptures that we're reading here, yeah. I mean, does it, does it look like God is, God's not a fan of sin? Yeah. No, he, he hates sin. Sin. Yeah. He hates sin. Yeah. Um, another thing too, which would you kind of, would you have um, in the New Testament, the Book of Acts, uh, five verses three through four, you have Ananias and Sapphira. Mm. 
So you, what you see here is you see a, 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 a horizontal view of sin. So you have Ananias and Sapphira. They sell their land, but they keep some, and they lie to, was it Peter? I believe it's Peter. And they say, hey, there's this amount, and obviously God knows that they had held some and, and some income from them. And what does Peter say? He says, um, you know, you haven't sinned against me. You've yeah. sinned against, and you've lied to God. And what happens? They Boom. drop dead. They drop dead. dead. And so th- there, there you have it again. You have that um, that horizontal and that that um, that vertical, vertical view of, of sin. So yeah. yeah, there is a horizontal aspect there. Of yeah, you're lying to a particular individual, but you are also lying to God. You're in violation of His law at that point. Um, and I really do like that you brought up Abe that um, the notion of the God, the, the law being written on our heart, mm. because. You know, like you even said with with Joseph, how he looked at adultery, and, and that was this was way before the law was even written, and he could look at it and say, "Yeah, I I'm I am sinning. This is a sin, and I am sinning against God." And even for atheists today, you know why why is it bad to punch a baby in the face? I mean, it sounds crazy, like for me to even say that, but why, because we know it's wrong. We know it's wrong. And anybody would say, yes, just to walk up to a baby and to punch it in the face, right? Or let's say that's why we could all both atheist believers could look at a mass shooting and say that is evil. Yeah. And that is wicked. And that person deserves punishment because he is killing innocent individuals. And, and ladies because and gentlemen, because the because the, the law is written on our heart. Go ahead. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to this. Po- we're, we're we're doing this podcast right now, and just this morning there yeah. was a shooting outside of Houston that killed uh, at a school that killed eight, uh, and we we pray for their families, uh, and our heart goes out to them. Yeah, man. But but again, these are the things that are going on in the world today sin is real it's destructive it's sin is the very antithesis of god's nature Mm -hmm. right and it is it why because he's holy isaiah knew this in isaiah 6 3 what do you say holy 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 is the lord of hosts Mm. and the whole earth is full of his glory this is this is what separates us from a holy God. Yeah. Where there is no darkness. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, even going back to, to the Isaiah six, you know, he, he has his vision of God and he sees him on his throne. Mm-hmm. And what is the automatic thing, Abe, that he realizes? I mean, he's, he enters the presence of God. He sees him and automatically says, woe is me for I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell amongst the people who are just the same as me, yeah. and he feels his filth automatically. Yeah, and he says, "Woe is me," which is which is he's 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 declaring a curse on himself. Yeah. And he that's how holy God is. And, and, and this is a side note before I get to that, but that's a, hey, wouldn't you agree that that that's another thing about Christianity today is that there's an improper view of of God and His holiness. Yeah, we don't look at God as holiness. So e- even even in even in this individual in in his um. In his theology and what he's saying, he's he's pretty much saying, you know, God is good. Just yeah. if you just tell people that God is good, uh, pe- people will then come to him. But but to me, that's the issue. Yeah, God is good and you're not. Yeah, and he's just and he's righteous and his yeah. wrath is coming. Yeah, 
Th- that's that's something God is good. That should be a scary thing because we're not and we're wicked. Yeah, and and and, and we have to remind ourselves, right, Julio? Like I have to remind uh, myself the holiness of God because mm-hmm. I'm guilty yeah. and I forget. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I I am guilty. I forget the holiness of God and who He is, and and I have to be reminded by friends, by my wife, mm-hmm. by my pastor, by the Word. Yeah, right, and. And and who he is, you know. Right now, um, I'm rereading the Holiness of God by R.C. Sproul. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you guys have not read that book, repent and go get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a good book. Recommend, man. It's so good. It's a good book. It but, is. It is an excellent book. Go ahead. And and, and again, um, we're, we're going through these things because sin, because of sin, it enslaves us, and it'll eventually destroy us mm-hmm. if we continue in it. Yeah. It's it, it, it it's that serious. Yeah. And and, and again, Romans six sixteen. Do you not know that if you present yourself to anyone as obedient slaves, mm-hmm. you are slaves of the one you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, yeah. or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. Yeah. Again, if we are continuing sin and there is no repentance there, it will eventually catch up to you. Mm-hmm. Be sure your sin will find you out. Yeah. Um, another thing just on the God's not a fan of sin. Well, okay, so <laughs> it's just crazy that somebody would say that. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember listening to it, and I was just triggered. You ever see that triggered meme yeah. where it's that girl who's like, Ugh. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> it's just like shaking. Yeah. yeah. That was me. Um, but, um, okay, so in, in Genesis 2, 3, what happens? Genesis 3, that's, that's the fall. Obviously, there is consequences there. For for the sin of Adam and Eve, um, uh, you know the, the consequence there is that um, Eve now has to. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot, but Adam now has to labor. The childbearing is now painful, and now that there is a curse on on all of humanity, um, Sodom and Gomorrah as well. What, yep. what what do we see there? The the sin and the wickedness of the people, and God destroys it. it there's a hatred of sin there. Yeah, obviously, guys. I mean that that's and then and then you have um, the wrath of God. In the flood, you know what do you what do you what do you do with that consistently as a Christian? Man was wicked. Yeah. Again, that again, this this was before the law. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine a world without law or guidance of of God. Yeah, sure. There's um, the the law at that point definitely was written mm-hmm. on our heart, but man was not following it. Yeah. I mean, we were. I think that's that's another point to prove that the the depravity of man, that though it is written on our heart. We are so far off and wicked and wretched that we just don't even listen to it. Yeah. And that's why Sodom... We're just dwelling. And yeah. again, before the law was given, Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed, right? Yeah. And we see the interaction the interaction between Abraham and the angel of the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Of, hey, if there is somebody there, just 50 people, mm-hmm. 40 people, 30 people, 20 yeah. people, 10. Yeah. And what do you say? No. If I find any, I won't destroy it. Mm-hmm. But there was no; it was only Lot, yeah. Lot and his family, right? And, righteous ones, yeah. and and we and even then we still see that as Lot is escaping um, death, his wife mm-hmm. could not let go of what was in that city. Yes, right? God gave a commandment: do not look back. And what did she do? She looked back. She looked back. She became what a pillar of salt. A pillar of salt. Yes. I mean, God. And again, we say these things because God is holy. Again, I and 
and sin just separates us from from Him. And, and we, we're, we're gonna we're gonna say this over and over re- again. We're gonna repeat it, okay? <laughs> but hey, we don't want to make this podcast a big downer either, because there's yeah. hope, right? We, yeah, there's hope. So for for people who are listening out there for the first time that might not know Christ either, that there's always hope. Mm-hmm. We don't want to beat down on this either. Yes, but we need to point out truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that—that's what we're doing here. Is because if you if you if you portray God as this all loving, He's this purely God that He is purely good that He understands you and He just loves everything that you do. I mean, there's some people that I know who just love themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Sometimes I'm like, I just love, I love, I love me a little bit of Julio Rodriguez. And if God loves a little, a little bit of Julio Rodriguez too, well, yo, let's do it, baby. But like, that's, that's the thing is that whenever you preach a God that is like that, it leaves people in their sin. Yeah. There's, there's no form of repentance. And that's what you see consistently all throughout the Bible. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you had the John the Baptist, he's coming in, he goes, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Whenever you say repent, there's already a presupposition (laughs) behind it that you're doing something wrong. wrong. And who is it against? What are you repenting of? Who, who, who are you uh, sinning against? Well, you're sinning against God because the kingdom of God is at hand. You saw consistently throughout the but you will never see in the in the book of Acts, Peter, John, the epistles, Paul say, "Hey, God's good. He loves you. He's understanding. He just no, 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 no. You never say. I, a matter of fact, you you see in Colossians when when uh, when Paul's writing in, in the book of Colossians he says, "Put to death what is earthly in you: sexual morality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Idolatry. On the account of these things, God's wrath is coming." Yeah. I mean, this individual who who is who uh, who that we're playing. I mean, this is the thing that I want Christians to understand: is be Bereans. Yeah. This man is definitely teaching half truth and 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 lies. Mm-hmm. You know, and and there are some things I grant. You know, that are correct, and that that, that yeah. he is he has a, he has a proper. But the, but the overall framework is just it's not correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there is truth in there, guys. But it's it's in there with error, and that's yes. where that's where uh, you can get in trouble when you start mixing truth with error. Yeah. No, give me all truth, and this is not my truth or Julio's truth. This is God's, God's truth, guys. This is why we're um, back in this all with Scripture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can can we can we go through all the verses that uh, of God's grace, love, mercy? Absolutely. Because we believe in a whole God, yes, a not a half God, okay. Mm-hmm. And what I mean that is that you just can't have God as love, goody, and give me everything, and 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 all that stuff, yeah. and not have His justice, His wrath, right? Mm-hmm. Because He wouldn't be a loving God if He was not. A God of justice yeah. and wrath. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if he lets lets the 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 pedophile who never gets caught, mm-hmm. or 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 the murderer who lives eighty years and never gets caught mm-hmm. and never receives justice as what we call justice here on this earth? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Jesus is very clear that there will be a time that you will get judge for the things that you've done mm-hmm. 
while you were alive on this earth. Yeah. And we can't have, <laughs> we can't be short sighted about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, that is why sin is dangerous. Yeah. And we yeah. shouldn't play with it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that, man. And, and so there was another thing. I'm not going to play it because we're, we're running sh- short on time. But um, I mean, e- even his, um, what, what really got to me was when he said um, Christianity has been ri- written off. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but that is one of the most absurd statements because can please point me back to a time where Christianity was not being written off. I mean, you just won't find it, dude. Since the first century of Christianity, Christianity is so antithetical to the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. When, 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 when the world's saying it's okay to murder your babies, Christianity says no, go save them. When people say, oh, it's okay to murder, we say no, murder is a bad thing. You know, we're we're so antithetical to the world, and even Christ even warns us in John fifteen eighteen. He says, if the world hates you, know that it hated me first. And then it even says in Matthew ten twenty two. You will be hated by everyone because of me. Yeah. I mean, even in the first century Christianity, when you had, um, you know, the the Romans who were predominantly in in authority, um, whenever you had Nero saying Kaiser Kyrios, which means Caesar is Lord, you had mm-hmm. Christians on the opposite end saying, no, Kaiser Jesus, which is Jesus Christ is Lord. Yeah. And then that was, that's where the slaughter of Christians began. Um, Christianity will always be hated in the world. Yeah. It just it just always would. And I just don't this is this is what I mean is or I want Christians to think, um, you know, what is this individual saying? Is is it correct? And no guys, it's it's not, man. I mean if you if you look just throughout your New Testament, if you read your Bible, um you would you would know these things. And you you know, you going back to the whole repentance Matthew 4:17 you have Jesus when he began to preach he said repent for the kingdom of of heaven has come near yeah Th- there you go Jesus is, is is preaching repentance here you know Jesus called all to repent and 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 just real quick in Luke chapter 13 verse 3 it says Dude, I, Jesus yes. says I tell you I tell you right here <laughs> no one but unless you, you repent, repent you will be likewise perish, perish. yeah yeah, I was about to. Yeah, I was about oh, did I, to did get I be, to that. Did I beat you to that? You did. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, that just that just. Hey, we both know our yeah, Bibles. Yeah, we both know our know. Bibles. Um, but yeah, man, I just you know I I just want our listeners. You know, we're running short on time, but um, you know, just be very cautious of what you hear. You know, read your Bible, study. Um, any book recommendations? I mean, you named one right now. Archie yeah. Sproul's The Holiness of God is yeah, is, it, is tremendously. Yeah, do you have Excellent. any? It's just so good. And 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 Julio, why don't why don't you give us some 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 good news? You know, let, let's let's talk. Let's can we spend yeah. about three minutes here? Let's talk sure, about sure, sure. Some good yeah, day, of course. You know, we don't we don't want yeah yeah. So just like Abe said, you know, this could sound extremely like a downer. <laughs> yeah. Like wow, God God wants me to repent. We're sinners, and yes, all that is all of that is true. All of that is true. We are. Uh, the fall of our first parents in paradise, um, that's where original sin came from. That's where we are now from then on born as uh, as sinners. We already have a built-in hatred and wickedness towards God. But in the overall story of the Bible of redemption is, is this coming of a Messiah, of this mm. certain 
particular individual who mm. would die for the iniquities of his people. Mm. Um, and it's Jesus. He yeah. said uh, when the angel came to uh, to Mary and Joseph, he said, you know, you were going to name him Jesus. Why? Because he was going to save um, his people from their sins. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that, that, that right there in itself is the gospel, that um, there's nothing that we can do within ourselves. Yeah. Um, to to grant ourselves salvation in God, all all of our works are filthy rags, and that's that's what that's what the Bible says. There's nothing that we could do to build. And matter of fact, in in that particular verse in um, in Isaiah, which is um, Isaiah thirty twenty two, um, that that filthy rags is actually meant to describe a, a menstrual cloth. Yeah. To be graphic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and that that's just to put some perspective on what it is, and and we could never ever. Uh, attain salvation on our own, and that's why we need um, God Himself to come down, and that's exactly what He did, um, and that's exactly what Jesus Christ did. Is He died um, for the sins of the elect, and uh, He He commands everyone to repent of of their sin and come to Him in faith, and it is only through that means that we are granted eternal life and the forgiveness of sin. And God no longer looks at us as um, as wicked, wretched sinners, but when he sees us, he sees um, uh, Christ. He sees us. Um, all of our sins. First Kings eight thirty eight says we're uh, it's a it's a it's a plague sore. That's what sin does to us. It makes us unclean. Um, uh, in Second Corinthians seven one, it says that it, you know that our sin is a defilement of body and spirit, yeah. and um, and it is by the blood of Christ that we're washed away from that. Yeah, and, and we're free. And we're free. We're the bondage set free. is broken. The bondage is broken through that. And, and that's why we we have liberty mm-hmm. in Christ. Yeah. Uh, let me share a couple of uh, Bible verses just as a promise. Colossians 2, 2 says that, there, that their hearts may be encouraged, having been knit together in love and attaining to all wealth that comes from the full assurance of understanding resulting in true knowledge of God's mystery. That is... Christ mm-hmm. himself. First Thessalonians 5.5 5 says, For you are all children of light, yep. children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. And the last one, Second Thessalonians 2.13, But we should always give thanks to God for you, mm-hmm. brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning yes. for salvation through sanctification by the spirit and faith and truth. Yeah. And it was for this. He called you through our gospel that you may be given the glory of the Lord yeah. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Acts three nineteen says, repent therefore and turn back that your sins may be blotted out. And it is the blood of Christ that makes us righteous in the eyes of God and washes us clean from our sins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, die to yourself daily and pick up your cross and follow him. That's what Luke 9.23 says. And ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. That's what John 14.6 says. And in Acts 4.12 it says, Salvation is found through no other name but Christ Jesus. And it isn't until we put wow. our faith in him that is when um, our sins are now blotted out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we just hope that this uh, this podcast was, was edifying. Um that you enjoyed it and uh and if you have any questions you know please please feel free to uh to send us an email julio bridgman at gmail.com yeah direct him to julio not to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah he gets the brunt of this this is yeah all right guys well um 
yeah well next week we're gonna be bringing on uh el uh, señor jo- juan samson as yeah. we as we talked about last week <laughs> yeah that was great when we told him, we're yeah. gonna be talking about um the 12 whatabouts and it's gonna it's be gonna interesting be awesome. um please if you enjoy this podcast go listen to our last ones like and share this one and uh as i always say love your neighbor as you love yourself and love the lord god with all your heart mind and soul and repent and put your faith in christ jesus amen and we'll see you on the next one guys peace out later